Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Ken and BZ, Sophie and Mike, feet for a ride. Uh, the people want to know, was the mic still on? I'm saying. Thank you for listening to a new episode of the Is the Mic Still On podcast. My name is Kenneth Bianch. Joining me on the show, we got Modest Media. Hey, what's up? FIFO 24-7. Somewhere. What they do, what they do. <laughs> uh, say it ain't Soph. Hey, guys. What's up? And Mike C-Town. Yo. BZ430 is out this week, but um, and we didn't feel, and we're also recording this via Zoom. Um, we haven't been able to get together for the last couple of weeks, which is why we didn't have an episode last week. But I did drop something on there for you guys. You seem to appreciate it. What did you drop? The uh, Disney Plus joint. I put that on there. I missed that. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a little bonus something <clears throat> when did you for them that? to listen to. I think uh, I did it Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I did it Saturday. So I dropped the last Mandalorian episode, and then I put that on um on as the mice to want to give them something to listen to because it was about an hour or so long. So and it was good. It was funny. Niggas in space shit was hilarious, and Nick was driving me crazy with the. B character shit. Wait, with the so, what? You 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 skipped out Iron Man and shit like that. But either way, hey Ken, Ken, repeat that. You're oh, broke. I did. You, you broke up. I might have to take this headset. Yeah, I said uh, Nick was driving me crazy with the. Uh, no, nah, that was that was Rod and Nick actually about Captain America. Mar- man, I, I I wanted to call you on the fucking phone to talk to these fools, man. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I remember Nick. I don't remember you saying it, but I remember definitely Nick was. He was about- in agreement with them. Oh, okay. With Nick about them being B characters. It is ridiculous. Either man. way, uh, about no, was- nobody knew who Captain America was before the movies. I didn't say that about no Captain. No, 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 no. Nick did. Oh, Nick said yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick was the most offensive. Yeah. 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 I, I, I get, I got your stance, Rod, because, I mean, you're right. Like people were familiar with the characters, but you know, they just, they wasn't like all in on them like that. But they were, they're A-list characters all day. And, and and I think after that, now it's coming back to me. I, I want to say after that conversation, it wasn't so much the uh, the actual characters themselves more so than the actor. I've always thought the actors themselves were like B-list actors okay. or no-name actors that was playing these uh, Marvel characters. I'm like, they made these people famous. Like nobody knew who the guy that played Thor was. Nobody knew who uh, Hawkeye, any of those other um characters were we knew who we knew who Robert Downey was, you know what I'm saying? 
but I think some of those other ones, they kind of made them dudes famous. I mean, that's all well and good, but that wasn't the argument. Right, that's what I'm saying. That, that like, was Nick, was, Nick was saying some real crazy shit. Yeah, afterwards, I was like, that's more so what I've always preached. Like, dang, man, they really made these no-name characters. I mean, actors into these Marvel Okay. Yeah, everybody knows Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, mm-hmm. Hulk. When you when you get into Hawkeye mm-hmm. and some of the other Avengers mm-hmm. in and out, that's a little different. Ant Man, yeah. even though he's one of the OG Avengers, mm-hmm. um, he still wasn't as popular as the others. But people knew Thor and all the other cats, man. So anyway, I don't know. That was that was that was interesting. So that's the one you dropped. That was a whole conversation in itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That was part of the Disney Plus thing. Right, right, right. I, yeah. I, it's starting to come to me now. I have to go back and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, man? You put that weed down, bro. Who, me? Yeah, you. Man, I, I, I don't remember <laughs> these episodes like that, man. This was, just, was just the other day. Right. It was just last week. Just last? That's a whole week. What <laughs> doing a week? That was like Monday. <laughs> huh? Wasn't it Monday? It was like, it was it like Monday? Monday or Tuesday or something. Today is Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, no, no. I, uh, I mean, it, and then these, these podcasts will be two hours plus. Like, man, I don't be remember half of that stuff, man. <laughs> Not in detail. I don't start remembering until y'all start talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah. Like real talk, I, I really don't really remember. Half of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was it was good. But anyway, um, uh, if you like what you hear, please share the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tweet about it. Tell a friend as well. If you want to support the show, you can do so at Patreon. And doing so, you get the video version of this episode and an audio version as well, and ad free. It can also, um, you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash is the mic still on, or you can click the link in the description. And um, you also get the, the show early too. So I don't know if I mentioned that, but uh, but anyway, uh, let's jump into, so I went through the, uh, I mean, we, we obviously didn't have a show last week, so we're not gonna have a lot of facts only. And I didn't see any from the week before. Oh, here's one. It says, uh, fun fact, Boogs 4-4. Well, it's not really a facts only, but he said that in movie theaters in Jamaica, they do have an intermission period halfway through the movie to get snacks and use the bathroom. Hmm. It's 10 to 15 minutes, but it's enough to get what you need. And then... Old Pool 6387 wrote about the firefighters. He said, small facts only, but when firefighters work, they live in the station for a certain amount of time, which varies on location, of course, but could weeks until the alternate. That's why fire departments have entertainment and all sorts of stuff inside. Rob kind of mentioned it, but wasn't sure. Love you guys. Keep banging out content like no tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, I've I've known a couple of firefighters, and I and I want to say that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still it's still a little crazy though with the stuff that you have. I did agree with that. Nah, yeah, it is. Um. Okay. So I guess um we'll jump into 
weekly recommendations. I have one and I open the floor to anybody else that have one. But the Mac Rib is back. Hell yeah. Mac Rib is back. Is I had one time? today. Ew. I, is it vegan this time? No, it's not. Not yet. They need to be, though. I think that shit vegan. I don't know what it is. It, it don't taste like regular meat. You've had it, one before? It's, it's not regular yeah. meat. It's like cheap-ass meat. Yeah, I've had it. You never had a, a McRib What? First of all, what? And second of all, no. Does it, it have like a bone in the middle? Wow. No, it doesn't have a bone. It's just, it's like a filet. So it's not a rib. It's, it's supposed to be a rib, but it's like a filleted rib. Or something. Sophie, you've never had a rib sandwich? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm amazed by this. From McDonald's, no. No, I'm saying in general, have you ever had a rib sandwich? I actually don't think I did. I, I, mm. I don't think I've had, I've had like a, like a brisket sandwich, but. That's basically like a rib sandwich almost. I didn't even know it was a sandwich to be honest with you. I literally thought it was like, one or two like little rib things with some bones in the middle and then like a side of fries and a drink <laughs> like that's what i thought it was for mcdonald's yeah i don't know nah it's like uh, a it's that's no nasty. Bone. nah it's no bone i i can't front like when i ate meat that <laughs> fucking big rib was good as fuck are you serious <laughs> i swear to god bro that McRib was delicious sophie you're missing Hell out no. that shit nasty man fuck all y'all fuck all y'all that McRib, bro, we used to get so goddamn excited. Cartwheels and shit when the McRib was in town. Are you man? Yes. Man, that shit fake as hell, bro. It don't it's matter. Like no, so? man, look, you can't, you can't have no rib sandwich, bro. You're going to be biting in the bones. Like, now, if you have pulled pork or a brisket, okay, I kind of understand that. But why did why did they make it with, like, fake rib or, or, or bone pieces? Why they do that? What? There's no fake bones in it. Bones no, bones. no, what I'm saying is it, it it's like outlined. It it like, oh. like it's supposed to be there. Those oh, are grill marks. That shit look like a whole H with a with a with an extra thing in the middle. What the hell you talking about? Uh, that shit fake as hell, bro. McRib. McRib these nuts. Damn, bro. <laughs> you you've that, had that one, right, FIFO? Hell yeah, that shit nasty as hell. You crazy, man. man. You tripping, bro. You crazy. McRibs are good uh, as fuck. They they do make um they do make these vegan like rib pieces that do taste like a McRib. I forget who makes it. I think that's what like, a um, McRib is. I'm telling you, man. McRibs are not vegan, Rod. Stop it. Don't tell people that because these dumbass these dumbass <laughs> motherfuckers they yep. don't run up and be like, man. Modest Media said they were vegan. I'm straight. <laughs> Let me and get two. Should, right, let me get two. It should be. That's like the original, like, like uh, what what is it? Temple they be shaping? What they be shaping? Like, mm -hmm. that's, it, it look, that's how they do. Like, they make it shaped like a rib. If it was vegan, I'd be the first one in line, man. Them ribs were delicious. They might as well just take it all the way there. It's already halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's my recommendation. Anybody got anything? I'm going to co-sign that one. Shit. I always forget we do these recommendations, so I don't. I, I don't have any. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's jump into topics. Uh, who has one? I'll start. So this is kind of like two for one. So, <clears throat> and it's very music-based. So did y'all see that Little Wayne sold his masters for $100 million? Yes. 
who? That's kind of oh. that's kind of crazy. Is that real though? For real? Yeah, it's for real. And did it include Drake and Nicki stuff too, or is that fake? I don't know about that. I didn't hear that's what him. I, saw. In- I heard that that's what the deal included, or at least partial, like some of their stuff. Some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very possible because I know Wayne owns a lot of their stuff. Um, but I know he sold his for a hundred mil. Nay, Nay said it did include. Like she read it, it did include that as well. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even see that. But damn, that's kind of crazy. So this leads to the second part of what I was saying, or the second part of the same conversation. Did you see Wayne um, actually accepted these uh, gun charges, and mm-hmm. he's possibly looking at Fed time, um, like one to two years. Mm-hmm. So I think that's partly why he sold the his masters. Not a hundred percent of the reason why. Um, but like, <clears throat> this is one dude I watch on YouTube. His name is Dorian from Group Eighty Two Music, and he was breaking down like the evaluations. Um, because Wayne isn't the only person recently that sold his masters. There's a couple of other like country artists and pop artists that done the same thing. And like when you look at evaluation, like Sony Music Group, right? Like obviously they own the rights to all of these different artist catalogs and masters and publishing and all this type of stuff. Their evaluation as a company is worth 32 billion, but Spotify is worth 64 billion. And part of that is because of the streaming. So a lot of these artists are looking at that and it's like, I, I'll just take my couple hundred million and then y'all figure out how much money this is going to make in the future. So they're trying to cash out now because the future is kind of like, we don't know what it's going to do via streaming. Mm, that makes so sense. I just thought that that was kind of interesting with Wayne being one of the, you know, cause I think he's like the only hip hop guy right now. So, you know, only your masters. What all is that? Like, what are you? What are you? What are you benefiting from that exactly? When you own masters, you own like the master recording um, of your uh, of of that record. Right, so, I understand like, that part. so, so pretty much like anytime you license it out and stuff like that, you get the money on that. You know, and then obviously, you know, people make deals, so they may sell a percentage. So whoever you sell that to, they get a percent of whatever revenue those recordings generate. So what 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 do you get when you uh what so what part is like when your music is played like on a radio or in in, in movies or shows? Like what what is that exactly? Isn't that like hundred percent? Or I don't know. No, nah, because the, the way that artists get paid off of their music is in two ways. It's publishing and it's masters. Now, I'm not 100%, like, I, I don't know 100% the difference between the two. So I don't know, like, when movies and those things come into play, I don't know if that's your publishing or that, or you make money off your masters in that point. Uh, I'm not that well-versed in the music business, but I know that those are the two ways that you get paid. So I'm pretty sure somebody will fact check us. Basically, if you own your masters, that means you control every single thing that happens with the songs. So if a movie wants to pay to use the songs, if you own the masters, you're getting paid. Right. If the label owns the masters, they're getting paid. So that's why it's so important to own your masters. Otherwise, you know, people can license your shit out to a BMW commercial and you can't do anything about it. What about the pub- and what's publishing? Um, <clears throat> you know what? I'm not sure, Ralph. I'm not sure what publishing exactly is. I'm going to check it out real quick. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, that was, that was pretty that was pretty dumb on his part. Man. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was gonna ask when y'all first started the conversation. Uh, I don't know 
much about his catalog and all that. So do y'all think it's worth more than a hundred million? I would think so. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think owning a masters is, is priceless, honestly. It's well, yeah, but I mean, if you're about to go to jail, you might need some of that cash. <clears throat> but I would think they would sell it for more than that, though. Like, especially if it's like including Drake and Nicki stuff, depending on what it is. Yes. Oh my. Whether God. it's you know young money hmm. stuff or if it's their solo projects too, you know what I'm saying? Like that's way more than a hundred million. Yeah. Hmm. I would think it'd be at least five hundred million, at least. Well, I mean, there's got to be a reason he would low sell it. Then, I mean, I can't imagine he's that strapped for money. Mm. Little Wayne, know. Little Wayne's got money everywhere. It seems like so. I don't know. Well, mm. well, think about it. 2020, <clears throat> nobody's really been able to to tour like that, and that's where the majority of these artists get all of their money, or 85 percent of their money. Um, and, and Wayne really hasn't had like a big project out like that where he's toured on it in a little bit of time. And I think you add another year of not being able to do anything. And on top of that, he's facing, you know, the, the, these, um, these charges and he's about to do time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I could see the timing, you know, being, being right for him to just be like, yo, this is a hundred million is a hundred million. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like Wayne that, hasn't that, toured, Wayne hasn't toured in a while. Has he? I don't think he has. No, so, I mean, but you got to think that, like, he still does, like, appearances and shit like that. Like, he's still going to make easy money like that. But he he couldn't in all of 2020. But I don't think, I just, I just don't think a year is going to really hurt someone like Lil Wayne. Like, someone like Wayne, it seems like he could probably take two years off. And it's not really going to affect his financials to the point where he's going to make a really bad decision. That's what I was thinking as well. But you know what, though? I feel like the common theme of COVID this year has had a lot of celebrities out of pocket and getting caught up on fraud charges, living above their means. I don't know what it is that Lil Wayne is doing specifically, but a lot of, you know, celebrities are, you know, capping on OnlyFans and like doing really any other thing to kind of supplement what, of course, what income they would have been making. So all of that to say, I, I wouldn't really be surprised if, he was hurting a little bit more money than usual. And again, I mean, granted, hurting from money for rich people is like, you know, rich people broke, you know? So I don't know. Right, but but to be be hurting enough to where he would sell something for, and I I don't know these numbers. I'm going by what y'all said, and I trust y'all. So if he's going to sell his masters for one fifth of what they're actually worth, I can't see how these this year of COVID would fuck Lil Wayne that hard where he'd be like, okay, yeah, these are worth 500 million. I'll take a hundred million just because I'm running out of money. Yeah, I mean, I see, but like it's 500 million over time because you gotta get the streams. You gotta get, you know, like your your music in different places and stuff like that. You know, and, 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 and that's just an evaluation. That's not like true money. Like that's not guaranteed. He, he guaranteed himself a hundred million. Okay, so so then so then what what do you think? So I mean, if it's if he's not really taking that much of a loss, then what's the big deal? Like, what do you what do you think right now? <clears throat> if it's worth more than a hundred million, what are you well, saying right now that it should be worth? Um, right now, I I don't know what it should be worth. I just I know over time because you got to think like his daughters, his kids, every like all his kids are gonna eat off of that, and their mm-hmm. kids can eat off of that in the future. So that's why like I agree with Raw where it's somewhat priceless because. Right. You, you know, we don't know what it will be in the future, you know, and it could be a lot more. 
But at the mm-hmm. same time, you, we don't know personally what he's dealing with. Again, we know we know facts. And the facts yeah. are he is dealing with a case. Um, you know, he COVID hit. It has impacted everybody. You know, like those are facts. We know that. But we don't mm-hmm. know to the degree that maybe he felt compelled to do this. Right. Um, and also, I found um, what music publishing is through TuneCore. It says, in short, music publishing is really about songwriters and copyrights. When music is used commercially, whether sold, licensed, or publicly performed, the songwriter and copyright owner is owed royalties. The music publishing company can offer multiple services for songwriters. As a publishing administrator, they administer the copyright, protecting the use of songs as well as collecting royalties owed from use. Obviously, it's a little bit longer, but I'm going to just stop there. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, how is that different from Masters? So I guess the Masters is what... Uh, what 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 Mike was saying is like you decide how and where it goes, so you control how how the music generates bread. It seems like and publishing would come with the masters. That's what I was. Thinking. It would be it would be yeah. odd that those two things would be separate. Wish we had someone that was really into music on here, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But I just thought it was interesting though. <laughs> you know, like again, being uh, one of the first hip hop people like in 2020 to sell mm-hmm. his masters like that. Um, like I said, I know there's other artists, uh, y'all can fact check and give me the names or whatever, but I know there's people in country and pop that have sold their masters this year as well um, mm. due to various reasons. But, you know, Wayne's just kind of, it looks like he's dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that uh, Bob Dylan sold his entire public thing, publishing catalog? See, to yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So he's one of them. Now that you said the name, um, there's, there's, there's quite a few other people. Well, that's surprising with Bob Dylan because he's, he's he's older. He's been around for decades. You wouldn't think that he would be hurting for money like that. Right. Yeah, well, I, I, I did not. I when I him, saw that, I was like, what in the hell? That's crazy. I think, I think for him, though, it's it's more of a cash out thing because he is older. That Well, but, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It seems like if you're... Your catalog is going to go up after you die. It's Bob Dylan. Yep. Right. So it's, but that's what I'm saying. So it seems like if he wants his kids to eat off that, he wouldn't cash out. He would be right. like, nah, I'm going to keep my masters. Y'all keep making this steady money over it. But here's the thing, though. Like anything can, ha- everybody knows that anything can happen once that person dies. Like a lot of, it can be like a lot of fights and whatever for who gets what. Whereas if he just gets it, he can control it and put it where he wants to act, want it to actually go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. people are fighting over his state and all this other type of stuff once mm-hmm. people pass. I think he just probably wanted to secure it and be like, okay, <clears throat> here's the money and this is where I want it allocated. This is where I want it to go. But he could still do that without selling all of it. He could still say, okay, from here into perpetuity, you know, son A gets 20%. Son B gets 20%, you know, daughter, whatever gets 20%. And they would just have to split that. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think like there's, there'd be no legal way to actually cause a fight. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It just seems, it just seems weird for someone like Bob Dylan to do it just, that. You just never know what these, these, these industries, man. You just never know what these labels that like what they would try to do or find a mm-hmm. loophole to get that money and, not, and it not go to his children or his family. So mm-hmm. I can see being an older person being a little paranoid by that as I get yeah. older and say, you know what, let me just take this money and I control where it actually goes and don't let, you know, this label, you know, figure out who gets, you know, you know, divvying but out. Why, but instead of doing that, he can actually 
work on making sure that all, all the details of what happens with this music is fine. It seemed like he took the easier way out by just getting rid of it. Right. The amount of time he spent, uh, well, I don't know how long it took to mm -hmm. sell it. Because he sold it for damn near 300 million, mm -hmm. which is fucking nuts. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, to your point, I, I see what you're saying. Like, how do I make sure that my catalog and my music mm -hmm. is presented in the best interest of my family to present and to keep the labels from it? Mm -hmm. And with all that money he has, I presume, mm -hmm. he could go find lawyers and stuff that could work to make sure all that stuff is secure mm -hmm. instead of just getting out of it all together. But apparently leave... this is a booming business, though. Yeah, because didn't Prince leave his masters with Jay? Hmm. With Jay-Z? Yeah. I think, I think I he did that. something with title. Yeah. But I can't recall exactly what it was. Yeah, he didn't want he didn't want like basically any white folks to have any control of of of, of it. So he he relinquished it to Jay-Z or something like that. To the next best thing. <laughs> right. Oh my god. <clears throat> I'm looking at it up now but yeah this article that it's on the guardian they're saying that this uh cashing in on catalogs is a booming business and uh stevie nicks the fleetwood mac mm -hmm. guy apparently he sold girl uh well she she i'm sorry sold uh her stake uh her publishing catalog for 100 mil um taylor swift has done some stuff something's going on man well taylor swift didn't have a choice didn't, oh, she somebody, did? didn't somebody else own her shit and like was that that it? scooter bomb shit I, yeah i scooter thought Braun? i thought i thought now i could be wrong because i'm not like y'all want to fact only me on taylor swift you're more than welcome <laughs> i'm not i don't really know that much about taylor swift but i thought that was that whole scooter Braun shit where he owned it and then that's why she had to go back and like yep. redo her songs or something but the right. the confusing thing again i keep you know have to go back to bob dylan the confusing thing about him doing this is he's always been so like headstrong about what people can do with his songs mm -hmm. which is why right. you're probably not gonna see i mean until now but prior to this you wouldn't see a bob dylan song in like a fucking h&m commercial or something you know like you don't really hear his music just being thrown out willy-nilly like that some songs but you know whatever so I don't know, man. I, I guess I would need to go look this up because I didn't know anything about this. But I'm really curious to see why he would do this. It's not really saying, but yeah. I mean, Stevie Nicks, that's not really surprising. Um, but yeah, Dylan, you like Fleetwood? You like Fleetwood Mac? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, my, not my thing. I mean, every, every single white woman that I know in my life yeah. loves fucking Fleetwood Mac. But no. It's not for me. Nothing against it. It's not like shitty or anything. It's just I'm not riding around jamming to that shit. I like some of this stuff. Shit don't get no play in my ride, son. <laughs> yeah, he had that um <clears throat> that line on um on caught their eyes on on that 444 album where he said um I Who's said Jay Z when he was like I sat down with Prince eye to eye. He told me his wishes before he died. Um. And then he's talking about the lawyer Lando McMillan or something like that. He must be colorblind. They only see green from those purple eyes. And he said he continues. He said, This guy has slave on his face. You think he wanted his masters with it with his masters? 
So you greedy bastard sold tickets through his house. I'm surprised you ain't auctioning off the casket. Man, Jay-Z would sell fucking Prince's shit to fucking Donald Trump if he had the chance. Oh, I want to hear this shit. My God. And they'd be like, ah, oh, I did it. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> so we're beyond kneeling. <laughs> we on we on dealing. Yep. <laughs> we don't kneel, we deal. Ah. Oh. And then Robbie like, that's a hot bar. That's oh, a hot so bar. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> no, Prince has stayed still on uh his music. Right. I just saw that. But that was his wishes before he died, though, is what he was saying. Was to give it to Jay? Um that's weird. Why would he pick Jay Z of all the black people in the world? Why would he pick Jay Z? Because he has the a fitness man. I wait. What both of y'all said something? What? What? Say it again. I was saying that he's a good businessman and pretty prominent in the music industry. Mm-hmm. I just Prince? think he has a streaming service and like a platform to actually stream it on. Yeah, mm-hmm. Prince is about ownership. You all know that. Mm-hmm. And I think he valued what Jay Z was trying to do with title. Mm-hmm. And um, and he he just wanted to kind of support it, um, you know the thoughts behind it instead mm-hmm. of because it seemed more pure than what a lot of the other streaming companies like Spotify mm-hmm. and the Apple Music was doing. So got it. Even though they turned, it's, it seems like title is turning out to be just like the rest. But anyway. Um, what you got, so? Me? Um, I have a couple of things, and I guess they're all kind of relatively quick. Um, the first thing that I wanted to say was, hold on, let me bring it up here. Um, I know that you guys, so I've been seeing a lot about this. Um, a lot of people have been tweeting, and maybe they were on the same I guess experience the same thing on the same flight or maybe it's just like different airlines. I'm not super sure, but I've been seeing stories circulate around people dying mid-flight on COVID, um, not COVID planes, Jesus, on regular planes with COVID. Um, And there was, I think a couple of them that have went viral. One was kind of a little bit sketchy because it's like, how does this make sense? I, you know, as far as like the EMTs arriving and them continuing the flight and them figuring that out, you know, how, how the death was related to COVID or not. And, you know, typically like when you fly, they do have like those disclaimers about checking whether or not you've had enough negative tests, just like anything else going to, you know, doctors appointments or anything like that. They'll chip, they'll typically say like, you know, have you been around anybody who's been exposed? Are you waiting on a test result? Have you, you know, experienced symptoms and stuff to actually fly or to meet the requirements of getting on the actual aircraft? And, you know, people be lying. They don't actually have a lot of tests. I think the only airline that does testing as far as like just temperature checks, which again, we know means nothing, is um, Frontier. Um, But anyways, as everything was kind of, you know, in speculation, uh, there was an article published that says United has confirmed that a man with COVID died died in the middle of a flight from Orlando to Los Angeles on Monday. And I read the article it basically said that he was experiencing symptoms. Um, and uh, let me see, hold on. Uh, like a three, four hour flight? Hmm? Is that like a three, four hour flight? Yeah, something like that. It says, you know, Friday, <laughs> December 18th at 1130 in the morning, um, 
United confirmed a man diagnosed with COVID died mid-flight earlier that week, forcing the airline to divert. Um, I think they landed in New Orleans. Um, but then I think they also continued the flight. Like they, I think like dropped him off and then like continued to the destination. And they gave the passengers the option like, hey, if you want to get off here, you can. We'll reschedule you. But if you want to, you know, if you're in a rush to get to where you're needing to get to, we can continue the flight is my understanding of what happened. They said at the time of the diversion, they were informed he had suffered a cardiac arrest. So passengers were given the option to take a later flight or continue on with their travel plans. Uh, the airline said, now the CDC has contacted us directly. We're sharing in the requested information with the agency so they can work with local health officials, et cetera, et cetera. And of course they're saying it's unclear how many other passengers on the, on the flight were exposed. Um, they also said that this wasn't the first time this happened. Uh, it said that uh, this week's death isn't even the first COVID-19 death on a plane. A US woman died of COVID-19 mid-flight on a Spirit Airlines flight from Las Vegas to Dallas in July. So hmm. I just thought that, that was- um, You said Spirit? Yeah. Are they sure that that's what she died from? Cause she could have died from anything on a fucking Spirit flight. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think it was confirmed though, because for the airline to accept accountability for that, I think that they have to do a certain amount of digging and testing and all that stuff, because typically they would have just kind of shunned it off. And I think that's actually what happened. It went viral because this girl was like, somebody just died on this flight three rows up in front of me. And mm. I think it's COVID related. And then United responded like, you know, their little general, we're so sorry that this happened for the inconvenient, you know, like whatever. But we assure you, we have a lot of, you know, safety checks and guidelines in place, you know, that whole thing. And then she responded like, well, then why did the CDC just confirm it? And they were like, oh, please DM us your information with your confirmation so we can assist further. Like, you know, they like did a little bit more digging. Um, so yeah, I just thought that, that was interesting. Um, that is crazy. I, um, I did see that. I didn't read the article, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I thought that that was interesting because, I mean, you know, this thing pats the lungs and sometimes it can be pulmonary. It can get in the brain mm -hmm. or whatever. So who knows, like, what being up there in that pressure, what type of reaction it could have had on him physically while having COVID-19. So, and yeah. I guess my question, because they also detailed in the article that his wife, of course, was there to speak to paramedics and stuff and did, you know, detail that he had tested positive and that he was experiencing symptoms. So I guess my question, and I don't know if there will be a follow-up article on it or if there, you know, already are follow-up articles on it out there. How would that, because at the end of the day, it's America, right? So like, if you, I just feel like they would fa face legal issues because if you checked those boxes saying that you weren't, but then it's proven that you you knew that they had it and lied, what are the repercussions for that? I well, wonder. Well, don't, um, when you agree to fly on a plane, don't you sign away certain rights? I don't, I would assume so. Because I think what one of the things that they've done is they've tried to, protect businesses from situations like this exactly by not making them liable for say for instance you go to the dentist so i've been going to the dentist and he has it and i catch it from him i'm actually signing away my rights to be able to sue them um 
but when I agree to that procedure. I don't right. know if this, then, yeah. Yeah, so I think that that's, I don't, I don't know how it is for like big corporations, right? That are doing, you know, everything domestically all over. So like Georgia, you'll pull up to maybe like a drive through somewhere or really just your average business on the front of the door. It will typically say under Georgia law, you are not, you know, we are not responsible or liable for X, Y, Z, right? It's similar to, again, where you go in and get treated. They say, hey, do, have you been in contact with this thing? Have you been in contact with this person? Are you feeling these symptoms? Uh, do you understand that by getting treated in this facility today, you are subject possibly to the transmission of da 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 da, da and then you have to check yes to be treated. So that's you signing right. right. So I know that for small businesses and private businesses, it's a little bit different. Um, for Georgia in general, I don't think in the state of Georgia, you can sue really any business. I think they're protected by Georgia law, but like, as far as like, you know, companies and, and airlines that are private owned and, you know, they fly from state to state, I don't really know the, the lie, you know, the liability against that now granted, right. Because she had, because her husband had COVID and I think she was exposed to by default, right. They got on the plane. I know that United wouldn't be liable for that. However, I would think that she, to some extent, might be liable. No, oh, that's what that's I'm saying. Different. I'm not saying the business. I'm saying they're going to look at her and be like, my condolences. Here's a fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or so, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen all types of articles saying, just honestly, COVID being the theme of this year anyways, has been so insane because I've seen things like, um, remember when it first started and people were like on cruises, enjoying life abroad, mm. or whatever. Um, and then they started, you know, saying, oh my gosh, the borders are closing down everywhere. I need, I'm an American. I need to get back to my country. I, you know, have rights, whatever. Those rescue missions and stuff for, for people who were sent out on helicopters to go retrieve American citizens are now being fined with bills. Ooh, like, wow. yeah, hey, this bill that we used to come rescue <clears throat> you, that was great or whatever but um you have this and this amount to pay and if you don't pay it we're going to start taking away you know things that you own cars repossessing things taxes and things like that we're just going to start taking it out of your taxes so i've seen stuff wow. like that i've seen stuff saying that people who have had covid are now being denied um life insurance um really yes by, what? By what? because of pre-existing conditions because they don't know so much about the virus, they just assume that you're going to be a liability. COVID is not a pre-existing condition. Uh, COVID I, is a virus. That's stupid. Why, what it, are they thinking? I know, but I, this just it's just what I've seen. I, I, again, I am shocked, but I'm not surprised. It's just, I have, I cease to be amazed. So yeah, I thought that that was interesting, but I just wanted to touch on that. Also, randomly, T.I. is continuing, uh, continuing to be stupid and um, rally around his daughter's genitals, which is very weird that that has now uh, been his, like, claim to fame, I guess now. It's, it's odd. Um, there was a video of him on his podcast that I really didn't know was a thing. Like, I heard that it was in the works, but I guess he's actually doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I wouldn't know because I don't listen. But anyways, I guess it's one of those things where, you know, he records it around his little table and this and that and the third. And I don't know if you um, heard the clip, but he was talking to 21 Savage uh, referring oh. to, oh, okay. Well, I, I can try to play it, Ken. I can also okay. it to you if you wanted to put it in. Yeah, try, but... try and play it, but I, I yeah. 
when you said 21 Savage, I was like, oh, this, this is about to be good. Okay, yeah, let's see. Little Duval call it uh, thought prevention hours. You got to put in oh the thought prevention hours. Keep your daughter off the pole. You know what I'm saying? So you just you spending time going to daddy daughter dances and you're taking them on trips with just you and her. Those are thought prevention hours that you're putting in. You got to do that. You don't do that, but gonna be somewhere in Magic City, man. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure that. Yeah. So that is absolutely necessary for any father if you ain't. There was more to the clip, but of course it was cut short because I just found that one on the shade room. But anyways, the longer version, you know, the actual clip I think was about maybe two minutes long and then 21 Savage started responding. Um, I I don't know. I remember, I think 21 Savage responding in a way that was slightly uncomfortable. And I think he might've tried to counter it, but like Loki, because he was on the platform was still Loki kind of agreeing with him. Wait, what did he say opposed to that? Uh, I, I don't specifically remember. I think 21 Savage was just trying to say like, well, you know, and he was trying to give his other version of what his opinion was. I don't really remember if it was something that completely countered it or if it was just kind of agreeing with him in a different way. He probably just said his name over and over again. <clears throat> and then just said, oh God. Yeah. 21 times. <laughs> right. So she, she has to be 21, 21. Oh God. Yeah, to me, when this kind of dropped, it kind of flew under the radar again because I don't listen to his podcast, but then also because when I did see it, of course, it was on Twitter a little bit, but I think T.I. has become known for being, I don't know if people are calling him, not abusive, controlling, like like this whole controlling, weird stance that he's taken. And then of course, Deja repeatedly coming out and saying, hey, I think this is weird. I do feel uncomfortable. I am trying to work on my relationship with my dad. Like those things are also to follow. So it's just weird that he still is like doubling down on this idea that like he has to like inspect his daughter's vagina or like get someone else to do it and like report back to him. Like that's just a very weird take. Why is that um, weird to you, Sophie? <clears throat> why is it weird? That that T.I. would continue to say the same stupid shit he's been saying for years. Oh, well, to, to me, to him, I don't think that that is um, out of the uh, ordinary, but I think it's overall weird because yes, overall, it is a very weird stance to continue to take over and over and over again. Now, I will say this. I don't think T.I. hangs out with anybody that would check him, to be honest, because if that were the case, it would have happened by now. T.I. is someone who gets away with what he gets away with because he has a certain amount of, um, I don't know what you would call it, uh, leeway or, or I don't know, you know. Expeditiousness. The, yeah, like he, you know, the whole King of the South thing, whatever, like nobody's gonna really check T.I. And it's odd to me because as somebody who knows that he co-owns or maybe he doesn't anymore because he bailed out of his own investment, but V Live, it's kind of like that was also a strip club. But then it's like you can't really expect someone to respect strippers just because they are, you know, owning into that brand or the business. You know, it's like that doesn't equal respect either. So it's like I get it. You know, you can capitalize on someone that you don't respect the actual workers in the system. Um, it's just overall stupid. And I just feel like no rappers really check people like that in their circle because at the end of the day, it's all love, bro. Or that's not what he meant. He a good dude, bro. That's not what he meant. Even though he clearly stated what he meant. 
Um, but you know, whatever. Um, I, I just feel I got, bad for his daughters. I got a question. Sure. Um, is it is it the the title, the label that he gave spending quality time with his daughter? Is it because he called it thought prevention hour? Um, it's not the fact that he called it that to me. To me, I think it's what, to me, I think him calling that makes it easy to, easier to point out. But I think he could have said or not said that. And it meant the same thing. Like, well, so, well, would it? Because really, from what I heard and what I just kind of read, is that he was talking about just spending quality time with his daughter. No. And then T.I. being T.I. said that he calls that time thought prevention hour. He said specifically so she doesn't end up a stripper. Or in Magic City. Well, so a stripper. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. But, no, I mean. There's no but. Yeah. At the core, the isn't he, he's talking about no. Spending quality time with his with his daughter, right? No. <laughs> no, you've got to stop, Ken. Listen. No. And I'm I'll, asking. No, no, no. I'll explain it. So <laughs> it's kind of like Hey, get out of here. This is just like last time. Is that your cat? Oh, I meant to mute. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was eating out of my food bowl. <laughs> she just we we, we 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 know that 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 thought process exists, right? Among <laughs> certain men that they want to keep their daughters from going on the strip clubs, whatever, whatever. So that is, I guess, based on, T not, I guess, T.I., according to T.I., his um, agenda is to keep his daughter off of this thing by doing this, by spending quality time with her. And then he just added this label to it thought prevention i was trying to be funny i guess to me the reason that that irritates me um is because of like the entire theme well so it's kind of isolated but it's also kind of not right we know the type of person that ti has portrayed himself to be with it, even just like the last two years alone this whole campaigning of looking at uh what is it called uh jesus uh, not uh, hymens and all that stuff. Like mm -hmm. we know that he's doubled down on that, and we know, to you know, a certain extent, he has this like family hustle show that I think might still be airing, um, just to get views and ratings and stuff like that. So he's kind of like this podcast reality. Yeah, TV he's just guy, being ignorant. You know. Ti just being ignorant as hell. Right, but yeah. the thing about it is, there's like this common, um, like feeling or knowledge or whatever, um, that men typically um will say oh you know i want a son I, I want a son you know these they do these gender reveals and they're like dang bro it's pink i got a daughter damn you know and it's not really about having a daughter it's about not wanting to do the work right so like typically people say oh having a son is easier oh you know it's it's more relaxed or whatever but it's like you feel like having a son is easier because you don't feel like you have to do that much because you don't feel like you have to show up as more. You feel like they can, you know, go outside and not have curfews and make mistakes and figure it out later. Whereas on the, like when people have daughters, they're typically more on the forefront, not because they, you know, think that they're stupid or whatever, but because they're trying to like put them in these places to avoid 
how they're going to be treated by men. And it's kind of stupid because it's like, if that's how you really felt, you would do more work with your sons and you would, you know, try to, you know, have your sons be in places where they're not harming women so that you don't have to like double down on the back end and like do all this cleanup work for the person who may be victimized. You know, it's just, it's just weird. Like, I just don't understand that logic. And I think that the idea that men try to spend more time with their daughters or, you know, have oh, you know, I don't want you to have daddy issues. You know, it's like, I don't have daddy issues. You have issues with not being in my life, you know, not the other way around. So it's just the entire way that that whole framework is built for women to feel worthless because a man, a man wasn't present in her life or was present and she still chose that she wanted to do sex work or, you know, whatever the case, you know, be spending time with your daughter doesn't equal oh, I'm automatically not going to choose to do X, Y, Z, or I'm not going to work in a strip club, or I'm not going to do this. Like, that's not what that equals. And I think that a lot of men, after spending so much time with their daughters, thinking that that was going to be the case, kind of double backs and backfires, because it's like, they're, they're hitting themselves over the head, like, damn, I did all of this, and you still went to the strip club, or you still decided to get on OnlyFans and I wasted my time. Like, that's not why you should be doing it. You should do it to give, to give her the knowledge and the freedom of choice. And if you're, you're not doing it for those reasons, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. You know, you're doing it to be controlling. Yeah, I agree with the last part, what you said. Like, yeah, you do it to, like I said, just to know that the that that stuff is out there, right? Yeah. But you have the ability to make your own decisions. Like, you know, I, I, I can very well say, you know, you, you know, I would like if you didn't do these things. And these are the reasons why I would like if you didn't do these things. I would rather for you to, you know, pursue, you know, things outside of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's ultimately your decision. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm slightly, I, I get, like I said, I agree with what you said there, but I'm, I do slightly agree with Ken, um, that I think that's T.I. being T.I. I think this is just like last time when he made that comment about uh, the uh, women and men and relationships. I just think T.I. just says things ignorantly. Like he just says ignorant shit. And, I, and sometimes I think it's just for like buzz stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's just the way, it, that's how it comes off the way he says it. It's just- But I also like feel like that's exactly how he actually feels though. Huh? I think that's exactly how he feels. I don't think that, and I, I don't know if this is what you're saying, but I don't think that TI is calculated enough to try to frame something as ignorant to like get people to listen in to the things that he's doing or like, oh, this would be great marketing if I said this, but I don't actually really believe it, but I'm just going to say it in this way to get people to watch my show or whatever. He actually feels that way. Just like Boosie actually feels that way. Just like Snoop Dogg actually feels that way. Mm-hmm. They're right. not so, smart so, enough to like counter this and like actually say it in a way that sounds smart. They're just actually quite literally dumb <laughs> and like continuing to stew in the dumbness. Well, I, I think, I think honestly, man. Um, so I agree with a lot of the stuff that you said, Sophie, like just because you spend time with your child doesn't mean that they're not going to end up however they wind up. Right. Because at the end of the day, we're, we all grow up to be adults and we all make our own decisions. However, as a child, though, um, you know, and being a parent, obviously, I'm not a parent, but you want to guide your kids and give them the best opportunities possible. And I think that any parent that has sacrificed and done everything for their kid, for their kid not to make the best decisions 
it makes them feel a certain type of way. And you start to question yourself as a parent. And also when you don't have a parent, it starts to manifest in your adult life in different ways. Because my father wasn't in my life, you know what I'm saying? Like my wife points out a whole bunch of shit that I don't either know to do or I'm just completely oblivious because nobody taught me that. You know what I'm saying? So she has certain expectations because she had both of her parents in her life and I didn't. So there's certain things that she's seen and certain ways that she makes decisions that I don't and we conflict. And I didn't realize that that would be an issue until I got into a relationship and eventually into a marriage. So certain things manifest at different times. And if you're a parent that's involved in their life, yes, you're going to talk about, you know, the things that they should and shouldn't do. And again, you're going to feel like, man, you know, if, if my kid isn't successful to, to, to varying degrees, I didn't do good as a parent. So I think, again, you know, I, I agree with you saying that T.I. probably isn't saying this stuff to just, you know, grab a headline, but then, you know, give you game or however, you know, you're framing it. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of truth to what T.I. is saying. Not, I, I don't agree with how he said it, but there is truth to what he's saying. Well, then why isn't he doing that for his boys then? How do we know he's not doing that for his boys? Maybe he just doesn't put it out there. You know, <laughs> why like, would and, he and, conveniently and, and, but, not put it out there? But, but also, like, if you watch the show, he does a lot for his boys in terms of trying to show them how to be a man and take a responsibility for their own careers and things of that nature. And again, I'm not in T.I.'s, you know, family, and I don't know the inner workings or anything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I, I, I know that he does what he can for his kids. And let's commend the man being an involved parent, to say the least. Let me let me let me say something real quick. So I agree with what everybody's saying. I mean, I don't have kids, so I'm, you know, my opinion isn't really that valid when it comes to that. But the only the only issue that I I kind of take with this whole thing is Ti just sounds like a huge hypocrite, simply because he he raps about strip clubs, he profits off strip clubs. But then he talks about how he doesn't want his daughter to be a stripper. So it's like, well, why are you profiting off of things that are, in your words or in your mind, harmful to other people's families, but then you don't want your family to be harmed by the same shit? So it's like, if you're so anti-stripper, why are you rapping about them? Why are you going to them? And why are you promoting them? So I would kind of just look at T.I. and just be like, what you're saying doesn't really make collective sense. I understand from like a Christian moral standpoint of why you would not want your daughter, or even from a safety standpoint in a lot of places, why you wouldn't want your daughter to be a stripper. But at the same time, why are you then turning around and promoting them? It's like, it's like telling your kids don't do drugs, but I'm a drug dealer. It's like, come on, man. Like you, you, you kind of sound goofy. But then it's like, I kind of feel like my point is, I think a lot of men are like that. I think a lot of men know like, and I, you know what, it's funny because I'm not even the one that draw these types of conclusions. I actually hear these thoughts from men. Men will literally say, well, I used to be this type of nigga, so I got to protect her from the type of nigga I used to be because I know that they're going to, you know, whatever, they're going to try her. I used to be like that. Okay, used to be, sure. But then let's just say that you also have a son. Typically, those men are not up under their sons, grilling them as hard to, to not be those types of, to, you know, be those types of dudes that they used to be. So it's like, you're going so hard on your daughter to not interact. But you can't speak in those absolutes either, Sophie. Like, 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 you know, like I, I know men that have been, you know, shit dudes. And when they have kids 
and they do have a boy and a girl, they treat them the same. They gave them both game. Like, hey, that's so right. don't don't do this. You know, so that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't speak in the absolutes because it's I know not an plenty, absolute, it's in general. I'm not even in generalities though. But okay. I but I feel you, but we can't even say most, we can't say least. Like, like there are good men out there that are single dads that are in committed relationships that were fucked up previously, and they give both their daughters and their sons equal game. And that's great for them. That's not who I'm talking about though. Well, I'm just saying all men ain't like that in all women. I'm just saying. Yeah, I said not yeah, all. If she's if she's making a general point, I mean, I think she made it pretty clear that she was making a general point. Like when you say things like, you know, men are doing this and men are doing that, you're speaking about a large number, an overwhelming number, and even even if it wasn't an overwhelming number, that that mentality and that attitude affects women in a certain way. So I mean, I, I'm I'm fairly certain Sophie's not saying every single man on the face of the earth that's ever existed is doing x y and z because that but would the, be false but the men but enough are, for me to speak on exactly. that's like it's it's like when you're talking about when we when we talk about here and we say man white people be like doing x y and z or cops be doing x y and z you're clearly not saying every single white person on earth or every single cop on earth you're talking about a system that is breeding this type of attitude. So when she's talking about men are doing this, she's talking about a large number of men that are operating under a system that perpetuates this kind of shit. Of course, there are great dudes out there. You know, I'm fairly certain that 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 Rod would treat his 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 son the same way he treated his daughter and just give him, you know, both really good advice. Both really good advice. I'm sure he's not going to tell. Hey, hey, daughter, don't be a hoe. But son, hey, go fuck all these hoes. I'm sure he's not gonna do that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm maybe I'm making assumptions, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that assumption. But there are a lot of men that do do that. I don't know Ti's inner workings. I don't really care to. But <laughs> if if his sons came out and said, "Yeah, my dad doesn't treat us this way, but he does treat our sister that," way, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there's a double standard. We know. Um. We know it exists. Right. You know, I don't know if it ever changed. I mean, it's been this way for centuries. If you right. really look back, it's just how society is. Right. And I think we got a long way to go before it get to the point where those, these societal norms when it comes to genders are broken down and rebuilt back up. And, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I deal with it. Here, you know, uh, the double standard of having to raise my kids and the conversations me and my wife have about if it was this, would you be okay with this? But what if it was like, if you had a girl, would you be okay with such and such uh, doing this? Master would be no. Oh, but if it was uh, Kendall or Miles, you would be fine with it. Yeah. And she would be like, that's fucked up. We have these type of conversations. So I admit that I have that double standard within me. I also have like the education and understanding of how these things can be harmful. And these are things that I work on because I know at some point that is going to get to where I'm going to, I mean, I, I am fairly reasonable and liberal and progressive, but I also understand my flaws. So growing up, what T.I. is saying, what Sophie, you're saying, you're 100% right. Those men exist. I've been around them. Right. We You've all been have. around them because you're detailing 
experiences from what people told you, Yeah. right? So these are your personal experiences. I lived them. I hear this stuff all the time. And this, they're probably still out there now. I know they are. Yeah. So um, I think with this particular situation, T.I. is just being ignorant mm -hmm. and just saying crazy stuff that the thing, the thing, okay, so what T.I. is doing is almost giving people insight into conversations that take place that people normally don't see. That's all it is. That's all it is. These people say this stuff all the time. It's just never broadcast and we don't hear it because they're not T.I. Right. It's crazy. I think even the most progressive and liberal people will probably have double standards. I mean, you don't, just because of the way society is built up, you're not going to raise your son and daughter exactly the same way. You're going to have to tailor, you know, your life lessons depending on who they are. I mean, even as, as progressive as I try to be, if I had a son and a daughter, I wouldn't tell them the exact same advice. You kind of can't. No, you can't. At least not until society, like Ken just said, until society is broken down and built back up. You can, you can of course, not be totally, uh, totally like, I can't think of the word right now. But I mean, yeah, you just have to, you have to tailor your life lessons depending on who you're talking to. And that's just kind of the way it is. And it, 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 it does suck, but yeah, kind of what is yeah, right. Like, like, um, if I had a daughter and kind of going with what Rob was saying earlier is that if, if that's a choice that she made, then, um, you know, I will respect that choice. I wouldn't like it right, mm -hmm. at all, but it's her life. And she has a right to live it how she wants. And I would still love her for it. I wouldn't cast her away. But at the same time, it's just not my life. I know that I did my part in, in, in trying to, to help her get to a point where she's comfortable with that. And that's all you can hope that's for. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all you can hope for. And that's, 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 how I'm, that's how I am and going to be with my son. Like, you know, just hope for the best. Tell him how to, you know, respect just people not even just women but just people mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because you can get yourself in situations by not respecting anyone mm -hmm. you know? yeah so you know just be a respect respectful upholding guy you know what i'm saying like you know respect women's boundaries like mm -hmm. you know just just teach them that those type of things you know what i mean um so yeah i Again, man, I, I just really think like, and, and Ken said it perfectly. He just said what other people are saying on a public platform. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he has to be careful with that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, um, being who he is. Uh, I don't think so. I think a majority of people who listen to Ti already think like that anyway. So it's nothing new for them, to be honest. It's just like it just blows my mind that Boozy can say some shit like oh, my son is about to turn 13. Let me get a, let, let me get him a stripper to fuck him or some shit. And everybody's just like, oh, yeah, real nigga shit. Okay. I don't know. He got in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. That wasn't just, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Can I get what? back in a chip? <laughs> now, now, granted, right? I know like everybody on this plant platform, I think would have enough common sense to have an issue with that. 
But again, people who listen to those types of platforms, people who follow Boosie, think that that shit is cool. Yeah, I'm sure some of them do. But what I'm saying is like, even outside, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you at all. I, I totally agree with you. Um, but I did, I did see some people on Twitter, like quite a few people on Twitter that were attacking Boosie. I think if, if there wasn't a backlash for it, it w- we wouldn't even know that he said the shit. We knew that he said it because a lot of people were like, what the fuck? But to Sony's point, that's Twitter. It's Twitter, sure, but it was on like, there were u- multiple YouTube videos made about it. It made it to fucking TMZ. That shit wouldn't have happened if people were just like, oh yeah, that's a fine thing that Boosie said, no big deal. I wouldn't, look, I don't, I don't follow Boosie. I don't listen to Boosie. I don't know jack shit really about Boosie. But that made it to my radar the second he did it because it was such a hot topic issue. It wasn't like people were like, oh man, Boosie's saying that real shit. Hey, Mike, go check this out. It was like, nah, it was trending because he said some fucked up shit. Like when he said, um, who you talking to? The Wayne Way? You tripping, dog. You tripping. Cut that little (laughs) dick off. You gonna cut his dick off, dog? (laughs) That shit made news because people said that he was saying some really fucked up shit. Yeah. And I'm glad that there are people that do give him backlash. I don't think Boosie's learning. I think Boosie's going to keep saying what Boosie's going to keep saying. And to Rod's point, or Ken's point, I can't remember who said it. um, I don't think that people like Boosie and T.I. sit back and say, well, you know what? I think this is going to be a viral moment. Let me me say it specifically this way. Actually, no, Sophie said this. Yeah. I think that they're just saying what's on their mind. I don't think that they're calculated enough to think that this is going to be viral. So let me make sure I say it in the most jackassed way possible. That's yeah. just how they think. It's just, it's locker room talk that these guys are putting on the air. I mean, we've done it here, to be honest. We've done locker room talk on here. People do it and we should stop, but. I don't think Boosie does, but I think GTI does. I don't. I think T.I. says the same shit on his platform that he would say in a room full of his homies. I think T.I. intentionally says things that he thinks people are going to either praise him for. I promise you. I promise you, Rod. Maybe. He's really not that smart. I'm not saying he's that smart. I'm just saying that. And I'm not saying he's dumb either. But what I'm saying is like, I think T.I. puts thought into the things that he says because he likes to sound smart. And he likes to and he likes to make points that people are going to say something about, like he like expeditiously. Like he I made think that Ti has the thesaurus app on his phone right. <clears throat> and says what like he almost runs it through like a thesaurus translator. And I think yeah. that's about as smart as it's going to get. Well, again, I, I don't think it's maybe smart is the right word. I think it's intentional. He says things intentionally. I don't think Boosie does. I think Boosie just says what the hell yeah, he to say. Yeah, I agree with Rod. So sometimes you just know, like you just being funny and think you being cute and shit like that. Like thought prevention hour, man. You you, you said it on purpose. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. He got that from somebody else, didn't he? Didn't he say little, little Duval? Right. So that but that kind of goes again to I don't think TI is sitting around being like Man, I think if I say it this way, it's gonna be a viral thing. Cause he, T.I. T.I. would have to really 
sit down and think detailed about what he's saying. And the thing is, these things would only go viral if he either says something really poignant and important or if he says something really stupid that was going to piss people off. I don't think T.I. thought either of that, either of those things in reference to what he just said. No, he, no, no. I, I, I agree with that. I think, um, no, he's not plotting it out. But I think in the moment, I think he was like, oh, yeah, this this this, this going to get him. You Because you, you can feel it, man. Like, you can feel when you got that zinger. And I think when he's having that conversation, mm-hmm. he can feel that little zinger coming on. He probably was talking. Oh, and he thought world. about, yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. I see what you're yep. That's why he brought Lil Duval into it. And, <laughs> and Lil Duval had to respond. I didn't, I, didn't, I, I should have read what he said, but Lil Duval was like, man, what the fuck? I wasn't even on the show. Why are you bringing me in this shit? <laughs> Duval's always saying stupid shit, so he should be happy. He's kind of made a, a, a life of saying stupid shit at this point. And he's intentional as well. Duval is extremely intentional. Now he does plot out the dumb shit he says to a to a fucking like he definitely makes sure like this is what I'm gonna say here and this is what I'm gonna say here. Right. And I know people are gonna get pissed off and it's gonna be funny. He definitely does that. I think TI just kind of, you know, I think it's kind of like in a middle ground between what Sophie and y'all two are saying. Right. It is. Okay, that was a good topic. Okay, that was all. Yeah, yeah. Good talk, yeah. good talk, good talk. All right, what you got, Mike? Oh. Um, <laughs> Why he sounds sad? Because oh, I didn't. Lord. Here go no, the dark clouds. Yep. It's not. It's not. I, I, I'm not doing that shit no more because y'all always complain. That's right. <laughs> I'm not giving y'all the real no more because y'all not trying to hear my shit, bro. Y'all not trying to be woke. Y'all stay, stay sleep eating your little burgers and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, so did y'all see this, this shit about, uh, the planets aligning tomorrow and we're going to get some superpowers? Oh, snap. The tw- 21st. You ready, huh? What's your, what's your power going to be? Man, no, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard about this yesterday. Naomi oh, really? Attention. Yeah. This no, is, here, oh, no, let me take that back. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw something online. But I didn't even care to look into it. And then Naomi brought it up yesterday. I was like, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> Go ahead and finish your statement, though. Well, I mean, I don't really, that's why I said, oh, because I didn't really have time to research it real deep. Not that even, not that something this stupid even really needs to be researched that deep, but um, it looks like it comes from, so the, the scientific part of it is <sighs> Jupiter and Saturn are going to be in the closest proximity to each other that they've been in, I think it's like a thousand years. They're calling it the great conjunction. So I don't know exactly where the idea that specifically black people were gonna get superpowers came from. I'm assuming it was just a joke that dumbass people took way too seriously. But they did say that because Jupiter and Saturn are gonna be so close to each other that it's gonna cause this like different types of energy to be distributed on earth. Why? I don't know. That's not the scientific part. That's the weird, whatever people part. But my, my, my only thing is, you know, I'm just curious, man, if y'all, if y'all get your little superpowers, what y'all want? 
Well, I'm gonna leave my job. Shit, whatever the fuck superpower gonna give me that shit. Well, you can monetize any superpower. Shit. Um, I don't know. I mean, Wolverine is is my favorite mm-hmm. uh, superhero, so I would definitely want healing powers mm-hmm. That's and be I mean. able to age slow. That that shit would be tight, and maybe I'll get a chance to see if the world eventually change. <laughs> I'm like, damn, if only Sophie was here, <laughs> she would be so happy right now. <laughs> 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 so that would be one for sure. Mm-hmm. I would definitely want to be invisible because I'm stealing everything, everything. Why well, would you get away with that though? Because that's, like, that's, that's such a kid answer. That's such a childish answer. <laughs> Fucking black people, man. I mean, for real. Don't want to help your people at all. You nah, he, 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 shit. Hey, he Cuban. Nah, man, he Cuban this time. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> black shit. That's some black people. I'm gonna have everything for sale. I'm gonna have Birkins. I'm gonna have Ferrari. <laughs> Shit, what you need? How are you doing Ferrari? Yeah, walk in that bitch and, and walk out. Drive that bitch straight off the lot at one o'clock. That wouldn't in the work how you think it's gonna work, people. Because let me Shit. tell you, I'll if a cop sees overseas. somebody in like ghost riding the whip, literally, they're pulling over air and they're beating whoever is in the front seat. How you gonna beat them? Invisible or not? Huh? You can't beat what you can't see. Yeah, you can. Yep. You can try. No. Cops ain't that smart. They just gonna shoot. How they gonna shoot? What they gonna shoot at? We gonna be like, I bet that nigga got invisibility. We <laughs> <laughs> gonna get hopped in the back seat by that point. <laughs> we shooting at everything because this nigga got invisibility power. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be like, it must be a nigga. It must be a nigga. They nigga invisible. You know what? I would really want to be indestructible. But you know what? That probably wouldn't be that fun because I could still be jailed. And I'm thinking about it, like, oh. if you put me on nah. like, a kind of a protest. If you're indestructible, you could, like, beat down the, the brick wall or whatever the fuck. You or think at least, can't like, the cops can't do shit. Like, they can't shoot you if you're indestructible. Wouldn't that be live? That would be so live. <laughs> but I don't think that's, that's what I would really want, for real. I would want teleportation. So I could just fucking, I can just hop over to Africa right quick. Hop back home. Yeah, that would save so much time. I would. I think that that would be mine. Why you be, man? You just want all the fucking powers, Sophie. You stingy. God I'm, damn. How am I stingy? You're you greedy. Crazy? Sorry, I used the wrong word. <laughs> I, I, I I fucked up. I didn't use my Ti app, so I okay. used the wrong the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to be able to just pop over somewhere expeditiously, and then come right back. That would be dope, man. That like, would be tight. You, you wouldn't even need to stay in a hotel or nothing. One day. Do what? You could go to so many parties in one day with that. I'm not going to no fucking parties. I just want to go see like, I want to go pop over and see the Mona Lisa right quick. Then go pop over and see an African hut right quick. Then go pop over to Miami and see some big fucking Spanish booty so, real quick. You know what I'm saying? So Mike, but how there. would it work though? Would you have to be like um, Nightcrawler where you have to see where you're going? Oh shit, huh? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cause you might teleport yeah. into a, one of them big ass booties. <laughs> That'd be all right. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You, you ain't never teleported into a big ass booty can. <laughs> wake up in that motherfucker like, damn, this is a big ass ass. Oh, shit. A big ass. <laughs> pop up, pop up. Boom. God, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, that's, hey look. Teleport fucking is probably on some other shit. 
That sounds like I'm rape, Ken. No. There's a lot of baffling, boy. I tell you. Oh, you can't do that. You can unless you properly set it up. Oh, you get a whole email circle, like, look, baby, at, at 642 exactly, I'ma be in the crib. <laughs> and for you at 7 756, I'ma be there. Boom, bam, boom, bam. Teleport pimp. Bruh, teleport pimp would be the shit. Can't, can't nobody tell me nothing. Oh, shit. That'll I don't be even care if your husband's show. coming home because I can just bamf out of there real quick. For real. Me. I can't see faded, bro. That's funny. Is a dope, dope, uh, dope superpower. What is? I said teleportation is a, is a dope uh, superpower. Mm-hmm. So what's yours? Heart, you make everybody just love each other. <laughs> the damn Care Bears. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Be the dude from uh, from yeah, from Captain Planet. Heart. I, I was thinking when you when you, when you asked that, I was thinking to to be able to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, which could be like teleportation, and not teleportation, but I could get to places faster if I flew. Because it's been, it's been a lot of times where I'd be sitting in traffic like, damn, I wish I bought a car could just fly with these fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to fly. To be able to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be tight. Yeah. Yeah, but then you might run into something. I don't know. No, you're definitely going to run into something. You know, Wait, what, I mean? what would like, you run into? A plane, a birds, bird? drones, one of those Amazon drones and shit. Yeah, one but of those Obama drones. But I can see it. You can it's see it, but think about how fast. Like you're flying, you're gonna have to go fast, right? Maybe not. You gonna fly? I slow? can't fly it's slow. I can hover. I can elevate. Hover, <laughs> man. Who I can live for real? I can live like a goddamn hot air balloon. <laughs> what kind of thing? Power is that? Worst power ever. I can just hover over shit and just look oh, at it. I'm saying goddamn kite. What the, the hell? The same way you can walk and jog and run. I'm sure you. I, I would like to think I would be able to like fucking levitate, fucking fly slow, fly fast. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what in the hell? I'm just saying. Just- yeah, this fool said, "Fly slow." <laughs> I've never seen. We'll just hover over shit. What are you doing? I think that'd be cool. I'd be like, Mike, cool just hovering. Mike, if I hover over your ass, you'd be like, "God damn, that's dope as fuck." <laughs> if I just hover over your ass real quick, <laughs> you'd be like, "Damn, I wish I could do that shit." <laughs> but faster. Not. <laughs> oh, you want to flex on them? You like? Oh, you look what I can do. Dog, if you did that, that's impressive as hell. <laughs> nah, right. That's kind of weak, bro. Just hovering, hover man. That's worse than meteor man. Hover man. <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm not saying that's all I would do. I'm just saying. But I just said, but you got to do it quick if you're going to fly. Oh, man. What's the like, point? Like a little quick flex. You're like, you know, you know, I can fly and shit. She's like, for real? I'm like, yeah. And I just hover real quick. She's like, God damn, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! It's not as impressive if I just fly out real fast. Like she ain't gonna be able to see it. You take her with you, like Superman used to always do. Yep. Yep. He always got Lois with that shit. Yep. Y'all cannot tell me if you, if you can levitate and hover with a chick, she won't. Panties ain't dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you really care if you get, like 
If you could levitate, that is. Like, let me show you something real quick. If y'all hugging and you just levitate with her ass real quick, she's like, oh. Nah, you know what? I, I I think honestly, Michael get more chicks than you, bro. It's what? If he could teleport. Because he could take them wherever they want to go, just like that. Exactly. You hovering, nigga? Hover your ass up on these draws, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what woman would not want a man that could take her anywhere for free? Like, I'm not even, tr- like, for free. We don't need a hotel. We just pop over there real quick. Yep. People so you you teleport with people. How, how, how you do that? We ain't got to worry about. Getting on a plane because COVID's on the plane. Ooh, good point. COVID's on the plane. But how you teleport with somebody else? You hold their hand. Nightcrawler does it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they need to be able to teleport as well? No. Remember the X-Men nah. movies? Nightcrawler just holds them and they all <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you, you got to have specific teleportation. Man. Yeah, I want to. Plus, Ryan, like, like, you don't hit the gym, bro. How you gonna hold somebody up there flying? Like, you're what? not even strong. All you could do is just fly. God damn, man. That wasn't nice. <laughs> damn. That wasn't nice at all. Damn. I was just saying, if all you can do is fly. First of all, you, you, ain't, strong, you ain't strong enough to hold nobody for that long. First like, where we from? We flying to Africa, we gonna take 10 hours up here in the what? sky? He can, he, FIFO, he can fly upside down and just let him <laughs> sit on him. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's gonna have a true OnlyFans. He's like, watch this shit. Y'all niggas can't do this shit. Uh, my OnlyFans will be popping, bro. It, yeah. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Okay, so 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 you, you will beat Mike there. You will definitely beat Mike there. Your OnlyFans will be popping. <laughs> Does anybody think there's any validity to that? No, there's no one here that's suffering a serious <laughs> mental. <laughs> It was a scientific part of it though. No, the scientific part of it is the whole, you know, Jupiter and Saturn being that close to each other. Yeah. The other shit is just, I don't know, some host or something made made that shit up. Hey y'all, I, I gotta drop off. I gotta drop off. I'll catch y'all motherfuckers next time we do is the Mike Salon. Shout out to everybody that listened. Okay, bye. Right. Yeah, I, got, I, I, I gotta ride. I gotta boy, he uh He's using that invisibility already, ain't he? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Teleporting, invisible. Hey, oh, for real. <laughs> Man, stop right, bro. go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for our topics this week. We'll be back with common commentary. And, um... Um, and questions after this quick break. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right, so we're back. Uh, just got a couple of quick comments. Uh, let's see. Magic Jack M. wrote, oh, this was a fax-only shit. But he said uh, fact check. 
Fiona Apple was nominated for at least three Grammys for that new new album. But I think we, I think you were talking about album of the year, though, right? I was, I was. But to be totally fair, I went back and listened to it. I forgot to reply to him, so to that guy, I apologize. But <clears throat> to be totally fair, I was, I listened back, and I don't know how specific I was, so I could see how he got confused. Okay. Yeah. Um, Deltron Zero Thirty Thirty. As a Bay Area native, I should be rooting for Keisha. But the nostalgia of Ashanti might have the edge, have me edge it out with her. Keisha can definitely seem better though. They both can go hit for hit, twenty for twenty. Didn't they cancel that? Yeah, it got canceled because oh. got COVID. Who got COVID? Ashanti. Damn. Damn. Damn, get Ja okay. Rule on the but phone. They, um, but they they replaced it with uh, E40 and uh, Too Short. Oh. Mm. I, didn't I heard it was good. That. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was fun. They put a big budget behind it. I don't know why. I don't know why they did it for those two, though. It didn't look very big to me, but... Y'all are mean. They had, like, cars and shit on stage, and, like, yeah, it was a big thing. Y'all are mean. Okay. I mean, uh, they're, they're, they're Bay Area legends, like... Right. I mean, but, um, yeah, I just don't understand why those two, because it's so regional... Cause they're so they're so popular where they're from. Yeah. Versus somebody that's like more like nationwide. Well, maybe they had they didn't have a lot of time to put it together because they were planning for <clears throat> Shanti and what's her name. But that's what I'm saying though. Like they did, they put a lot of they put they put a lot into this one. No, I, right. But I'm saying they prob that budget was probably going towards the Ashanti and Keisha Cole one, and when they canceled last minute, they didn't have anybody else to do it. So they were like, all right, well. Too short and E forty are chilling. Let's get them to do it. Yeah, it just seemed like they ain't have shit to do. I wasn't gonna say it like that, but you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think it got up to like maybe three hundred k, which isn't very much these days when it comes to these uh, virtual. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, like you were saying, it's very regional. Yeah. How how many people outside of California? This is no disrespect or anything, but how many people can name a whole bunch of E40 hits like that? Right. <laughs> I barely can, and, I, and I've been listening to E40 since I was a teenager. Me too. Oh, really? And why can't you name him? Because, because I, I didn't particularly like E40 like that. He was cool, but it They're was Sprinkle like, me. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, man. It's yep. like his biggest one for, like, like, it is. like, nationwide. I mean, I'm sure he has more regional hits, <clears throat> but that the Sprinkle Me was the one that kind of went everywhere <clears throat> did you guys ever hear the one he, I, I know you probably have right what you well let me just ask mm -hmm. um did you guys ever hear the one that he did with tupac e40 and tupac yeah 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 nope. yeah like you haven't heard I, that one if i did i don't remember <laughs> yeah that, that i think that was on the um on that same album mm -hmm. yeah that, I shit, like that. that shit was nice yeah I know my cousin, he I think he listened to E forty two. He he listened to anything West Coast though. Hmm. Huh. Okay. But yeah, uh, Beaverhausen. Uh <clears throat> Beaverhausen wrote, um, I'm with Nick and Rod on that Charlie Brown Christmas time is here song. That oh. should be having me and my feeling something serious every year. Wait, I don't know about in your feelings, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's. Man, I gotta listen to that to that uh to that 
to that album, man. Rod, do you have a Christmas playlist that you listen to? Uh, uh-uh, I've been, I've been, um, I've been, um, uh, Spotify has a Christmas jazz list that uh, they're doing now. If you could send that to the to the text messages, I would appreciate that. Okay. I'm trying to put something together. All right, cool. I will. All right, uh, for you, Sophie, Val Turner wrote. Uh-huh. This isn't that important, but to the Ariana Grande comments, she actually serves her words on purpose because it's her style. She was on Broadway since she was 13. And if you watch any of the clips from then, she enunciated and was very clear sounding. I guess she got sick of it and wanted to slur her words for stylistic effect, LOL. Okay, that's a good background. I still don't like it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think you like it. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, any listen, if she drops an album where she actually enunciates, I will probably stand. But until then, I'm so sorry, sweetie. Gotcha. Last two, Yadik wrote Fiona, Fiona albums. Fiona Apple's album is so overrated, and to that. MF underscore doom replied, I value you and respect you. <laughs> but you tripping, my nigga. <laughs> that shit was fun knee. I died, bro. I died. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that they, was they, they downvoted the shit out of his ass too. God damn. Why? No, 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 oh, no. Not the the other guy that said that yeah. Apple's albums are overrated. Oh. At least when I checked, he was really downvoted. Yeah, it was. It was Do y'all be bad. downvoting people? I don't ever downvote anybody. I don't either, man. I, like, they're all opinions, and I let people have them. And I guess a downvote is an opinion on an opinion, but I mean, I don't. I don't get the point. What, what does downvote? Does it do? Does it do anything when you downvote? If you downvote them enough, yeah, then their <laughs> then their whole comment just disappears, and you have to click <laughs> to see it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't do it like, like, like I go on there and there's some people that say some stupid ass shit I don't ever think about down because like I don't care that much to be downvoting people like right. I guess it's the equivalent of liking right yeah it's the opposite like yeah, yeah not equivalent but it just, but like, yeah, yeah yeah but it just wipes it from existence no it's still there you have to but you have to click it <laughs> yeah 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 that's yeah, it's crazy. That's mean. That's bullying. That's bullying, bro. That's mean, y'all. It is mean. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for our comments. We'll jump into our pass the mic segment, um, where we answer your questions. You can send those to is the mic salon at gmail.com. This question came from Elijah, and he says, Hey, hey guys, my name is Elijah, born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm a black 21-year-old male. With everything that has happened the last 20 years, I've never really understood hip-hop and black men or America's fetish for gun violence, misogyny, and violence in general. I understand I'm not from the cities like Chicago, but since black culture is the most popular, my question is, do you guys think the urban community will eventually become more invested in books and libraries and stop glorifying guns violence and waste of money, uh, spending on change, jury, et cetera. Where I'm getting at is that people that put black on black crime at the forefront for why blacks should be criticized for their own actions. I'm a supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement, but most blacks and whites will argue that blacks are 
more responsible than whites, which I think is giving a pass to white Americans caring even less about black people but loving our culture. I know for a fact that whites are more capable of getting away with things like killing people and most, <clears throat> most always likely to survive crime situations. Again, I'm not from a place like Chicago, so it's difficult for a Vegas nigga like me to understand what really goes on in the black community in Chicago. Consider that rap, hip hop originally spoken word and was mostly against capitalism in the early days. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Now, I don't know what the fuck everyone is doing. I, I will say that, bro, you, you, you are a victim of some propaganda mm -hmm. because um, just some of the things that you're referencing sounds like is, is definitely coming from a lot of media. So I would encourage you to just do some reading and research beyond that mm -hmm. because um, constantly referencing Chicago and stuff like that, we know it's bad, but um, it's not what ever these sources are, are telling you. Um, it's, you're being brainwashed, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I agree with you, Ken, 100%, because that's what I was thinking too when he was talking about that. The other thing I was thinking of is black on black crime. Please stop perpetuating this bullshit. It doesn't exist. It's not a thing. If you go and do a little bit of research, you'll understand that Black people kill Black people. White people kill white people. Asian people kill Asian people. You kill who you are in closest proximity to. This whole Black-on-Black -black crime thing is something that white people have put out there so they can deflect from the issues that they are causing. Now, when you talk about when are Black people going to stop glorifying drugs and guns when our fucking circumstances change like mm -hmm. when we are not put into these situations where this is our everyday life then maybe we'll stop talking about this kind of shit you know what i'm saying people in old england were fucking writing songs about fucking mutton chops and riding horses and shit when did they stop when their circumstances changed when their situations changed you have to stop blaming ourselves mm -hmm. for things that we have been put into. Like we have been put into these circumstances. Not saying that we have zero control over it, but when you ask questions like, when are black people gonna start putting more uh, talk into books? Bro, there are plenty of black people out here talking about education, plenty. But then you have to think, why are those people not being promoted by white media? It's not sexy. White media wants to keep putting out the idea that we are savages. We're shooting each other. We're killing each other. We're doing drugs. And, that, and fucking hella women having kids, 35 kids. Why do you think the whole thing with Future is such a hot topic? Always. You know what I'm saying? Anytime Future's name comes up, that's something that pops up on the side. But you can't really ask black people when we're going to stop talking about gun violence and this type of shit. You should really be asking when is America going to start taking accountability for putting us in these situations and when are they going to start actually trying to help these situations? And please stop talking about fucking black on black crime for real. Yeah. 
I can see why it could be that perception, obviously, right? Um, if you don't have that knowledge that you just spoke of, <clears throat> um, especially on the outside looking in, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of seems that way. But yeah, if you know that it's due to circumstances, I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that when they're in it, honestly. But he's not in it. That's the thing that that's, yeah. that's frustrating is, and I'm not trying to attack him at all. Right, right, right. Um, you know, but he's talking about he's from Las Vegas and mm -hmm. he's not from Chicago and these areas. I'm not from Chicago either, mm -hmm. you know, but I can look at those situations and say, okay, these guys don't want to be there. Right. These guys don't like, that's what, that's what a lot of, of people don't understand. These people aren't excited to be running outside to kill each other. Like this is a deep seated thing. Like this is a deep seated cycle that is going over and over and over and over. And it's not as easy as just saying, okay, black people, stop. everyone just stop it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not as easy as, 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 you know, one of our favorite rappers getting on stage and just giving a speech and all of a sudden every black person in Chicago and New Orleans and Atlanta stops killing each other. It's, it's, it's much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. What you got, Soph? Um, I, yeah, I just kind of feel like the question in general is just like one-sided because it's like, there's so like, it's just a classic example of you're asking for more examples when there are already examples that exist, you know? Like, I just don't, I kind of feel like people have to be biased going into going into it to even frame a question that way in 2020 it's like mm -hmm. there are so many outlets and resources on the internet alone um that you can have access to to see that people are already doing these things and to see that when you know how how do i explain like when you know how things function as far as like the systems that have been put in place to keep black people back and to keep the, you know us at the bottom of you know, earning money and all of those statistics that exist, you know, it's not saying that Obama wasn't black and it's not saying that, you know, there, are, there aren't outliers, but it's like, my nigga, when you know how all of these things function and you know how all of these things work, you understand why crime in general exists and why crime isn't black on back, black, it's just whoever's in the community, <laughs> you know, like that doesn't, I don't know, it, it's just stupid to me. I don't know. I kind of feel like questions like that are low-key kind of gaslighting because it's like they're so evident that these pockets of uh, people who want to advance education and stuff like that exist. So it's kind of like, why would you even ask? Because again, I, I think it's like what Ken said in the beginning, like he's a victim of propaganda. Like, I don't, yeah. I think people really get caught up in that shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just live online. They just live you know, and they, and they, that's all they know and all they see. They don't care to do the extra research. It's like the same as people that just read headlines all day, you know, and instead of reading the articles. Or he might not even know where to look. I mean, I don't want to give right, right. excuses or anything like that, but I, 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 I agree with you to a degree, Sophie. I don't think that he in particular was, was gaslighting. I think what he's doing is just like Ken said, he's, he's parroting shit that somebody else said. And he doesn't know that what he's parroting is actually bullshit. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it takes, I'm glad he asked the question because maybe now 
he'll know to be like, okay, well, maybe let me go look this stuff up so I don't parrot it to anybody else. I don't know if he gave his age. I can't remember. Um, I think he said he was 21. He's young, man. He's yeah. young. You know, when I was 21, I was saying a lot of dumb ass. I mean, I'm doubled 21 and I'm still saying dumb Oh, ass. not you not releasing the age. Uh, you know uh, what I'm I was trying not 20, to. 2020 for real, boy. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. It's all right. But, you know, I mean, he's he's young and he just hasn't done the work yet. But that's why I want to specify, you know, I'm not attacking the guy. I don't want to make it feel, I want to make it seem like I'm calling him stupid or that any of us are calling him stupid. Yeah, I get that. I get that. You, you I really just need to do some research and understand that the shit that you've been fed, it's a lot more complex than, you know, Keisha Lance Bottoms getting on stage and saying, hey, Black people, stop rioting. It's a lot deeper and more complex. And everybody's journey is different too. Everybody's journey. I, I will say that because like, I don't want to come from a place where it's like, oh, you're an idiot for not knowing what I know because I've progressed more right. politically than you mm-hmm. type of thing. I will be quite clear and honest because of the area in which that I grew up and the fact that Texas McGraw-Hill had a freaking lock on where I learned all of my history from. Um, I didn't even really know that racism was a thing like before eighth grade, to be honest, mm. like in the capacity that it actually works through all of these systems, didn't really know because it, it was, you know, George Washington was good and Abraham Lincoln pleaded the slaves and this, and right. you know, you take tests on these things over and over and over and over and over again, everything's taught out of order. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the way that black kids are treated and the fact that all of the Hispanics and black kids are in ISS and all of the white kids quite literally have like a different part of the school that they, you know, go take classes in. It's, it, I don't know, it's just different. You also um, really, you also have to understand that, that access to knowledge is not universal. Like right. someone, someone in a poor, low income area, their access to knowledge is not the same as someone that's in a high income area. And yeah, you can say, oh, we'll just get on Google and look it up. How is he going to look it up if he doesn't even know what to look for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you have, you have, my mom is a teacher and she talks about it all the time. She'll try to tell these kids this stuff. But when you have kids that have been indoctrinated into believing that they are inherently bad. So they may as well just continue being bad. It's hard to break that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can run the whole, we were kings and queens shit. Man, dudes in the hood ain't trying to hear that shit. People that are fucking broke, poor, shit poor are not trying to hear that. Like Rod got his doors shot at, but you got to think about that's a daily life for some people. They're not trying to hear about African kings and queens. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, it's also it's 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 kind of irresponsible because i do hear people just be like well just go go look it up i'm not gonna sit here and teach you but but yeah man but take the five minutes and maybe try to teach them i agree with that wholeheartedly you know what i'm saying yep yep um yeah and 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 i guess the other part of your question i i do feel it's a feeling I, i i haven't i have no data but um that there is feels like it's an incremental shift towards books and stuff like that. And to add on to a little bit of what Mike was saying is that that investing part uh, that that you were asking your question, we, we need people to invest into 
the libraries that you asked about mm -hmm. and to be able to put those places in places where they can do, you yep. know, good yep. um, in, in those areas and stuff like that. So to give people access to those type of things That's so a great they can just book. go get away and read a book or whatever. So um, That's a really good point. We, yeah, we um we got a lot. We it's, it's a lot of work, man, and we're we're behind. And I, I whenever I talk to people, I try to you know remind them of that like we're we're playing catch up, mm -hmm. but we're doing it really, really. We're, we're we're doing it pretty quickly. It's just not fast enough. It's yeah. just gonna take a long time for us to get there. But yep. we're making progress. We're doing so, the uh, best we can with what we have. We really are. Yep. Yep. Hey, bro, yep. what was that guy's name again? Elijah. Elijah, if you really want to learn this shit or at least a, the little bit of knowledge that I have, man, like hit me up on Twitter or something. I'll point you into some directions. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace.